It's official. President Donald Trump is trying to throw the election. He wants Joe Biden to win. Or he wants to lose. I'm not sure which. Is this the start of a new reality show? What would you call it? Whatever the reason, there's no doubt in my mind that the president has thrown in the towel and he's just counting the days until Joe Biden is elected. Are the internal polls that all candidates take showing that President Trump can't beat Biden so he knows there's no way he can possibly win even if the economy comes back? Does his polling tell him that there's nothing he can do to change things? He's going to lose because women just can't stand him or something else has convinced him that it's positively all over for him? He's a one-term president? So he's going to say all of the things that are on his mind at any given moment, and if that makes him lose by an even bigger margin, so what? That's the way the cookie crumbles. Tough luck. This is very unusual. You have a sitting president who has millions of loyal supporters, and he's trying to lose the election. This has never happened before. Is it possible he really doesn't want to lose, but he's simply choking because he's a sitting president now? And there's so much pressure because if he loses to Joe Biden, he'll look like such a fool. Remember, when he ran the first time, there was no pressure because there were no expectations. So he felt no pressure. Everybody thought there was no way he could win. He didn't think he could win. That's why he had no transition team in place. Now he's the incumbent. He has everything to lose, and he must be feeling enormous pressure. Is that what this is all about? Then there's the coronavirus, and that didn't go too well. Do you think it really affected him that so many people were dying and he was getting so much bad information from the CDC and even his own advisors? And maybe it made him think that this just isn't worth it to stay on the job. I could be at Mar-a-Lago playing golf. Could things get worse for the president? Yes, and they did. A Minneapolis cop murdered a citizen, and the citizen was black, and it was captured on video. This was a bad cop, and more than 95% of Americans are sick over it. They've condemned the cop. They want him tried and convicted. But it doesn't matter because the left says that all white Americans are racist, especially the president. They're saying that it's all his fault and that the reason he didn't react better is because he wants to lose in November. They say the president didn't bother to do the basic thing he could have done. He could have addressed the nation from the Oval Office. He could have asked for the demonstrations to be peaceful. He could have made a plea to stop the violence from taking place in the cities. But for some reason, he didn't do that. He did sign an executive order that made a good start towards more effective policing, but he missed a huge opportunity to talk directly to the American people as the peaceful demonstrations were starting, and the riots too. Whoever advised him not to address the nation should be fired immediately. The killing of George Floyd at the hands of the police in Minnesota should have been a time for the president to raise his game and try to bring the country together, a time to stand up against the violence and ask people to join together to stop it, a time to call for peace and understanding. But instead, he was all over the board, doing his best imitation of Joe Biden and failing to bring people together. What a missed opportunity. He's trying to lose the election.
I don't care if he didn't think he could get a fair shake from the media. This wasn't about how the press treats him. This was about helping the president heal the country. He could have asked people to work together, to call for an end to the violence. He could have addressed the nation and said how terrible the death of George Floyd was and call for justice. And he could have asked people of all races and political parties to come together to call for an end to the riots and to promote peaceful protest instead. But he didn't do that. He criticized the leadership in the cities, calling them weak. And he said that if they didn't stop the violence, he'd call in the military to do it for them. The truth is that leaders of the cities where the riots happened are weak and they are ineffective. And there's a time to call them out. They should be called out and they should be voted out of office. But don't do it while everyone is still on edge. Call for peace instead. Call for understanding. Even if your pleas fall on deaf ears, you must make the effort. You're the president of all the people. President Trump should have acted as a statesman. Even if his efforts failed, it would have been the right thing to do. This is absolute proof that he wants out. Yes, the media and the left would have attacked him. They would have called him a racist and said it was all his fault. But they were going to do that anyhow. Reasonable people would have seen him at least try, and they would have given him credit for that. Instead, he jumped right into the law and order message. It's a good message, but he delivered it at the absolute wrong time. He didn't take the logical step of asking for an end to the violence first. He didn't ask for people to come together. He didn't say that he understood their anger, and he didn't do it in the Oval Office on national television. Maybe he has a reason for all of that, and maybe we'll all change our minds when we find out the reason that he didn't do any of that. But right now, it certainly looks like a series of monumental mistakes, or maybe part of his plan to throw the election. The Senate and the House are working on legislation to help set up rules for the police when they're confronted by situations that could prove dangerous. Senator Tim Scott has sponsored a bill that most people believe is a reasonable step towards reforming the police. But he's a Republican, and Democrats don't like his bill. They say it doesn't go far enough. They want to eliminate police immunity. Senator Scott realizes that police could not do their jobs without it and probably would all have to quit. But Democrats say without an end to police immunity, they'll vote against any bill brought forward. But if it holds true and the Congress is unable to come to any agreement, should the president make a national address then? He definitely should. He should call for Congress to compromise on a solution. He should demand it. If he doesn't make that address, then you know he's really not trying to win in November. The New York Times just wrote an article quoting a lot of unnamed sources in the administration who are pretty sure that the president is throwing the election on purpose. Now, this is the New York Times, so you can pretty much be certain that most of the story is made up, but still, they're floating the idea. They say the president is acting trapped and defensive. They didn't say the walls are closing in, but pretty soon they will. They say he's committing sabotage of his own campaign and his aides can't stop him. They say the president simply says he has to be himself. And of course, that won't work, they say. Did it work the first time he ran? Well, yes, but this time it won't. 
These unnamed sources say the president has been wallowing in self-pity since the coronavirus started. Wallowing. And he's been doing things that can only be described as self-destructive behavior. But you have to hand it to Jim Carrey, the so-called comedian and artist. He hit the nail right on the head the other day. He doesn't think the president is trying to throw the race. He believes he's going to defect. He's going to go live in Russia with his good pal Vladimir Putin. Why didn't we see this coming? It was so obvious. You know, I always thought that Jim Carrey was just a stooge, a guy who couldn't help himself because he was just an ignorant fool. But I have to take it all back now. Jim Carrey is a genius. Donald Trump is going to Russia. He'll probably live in Siberia. He loves golf, and they say there's nothing like playing golf in a blizzard with temperatures at 50 degrees below zero. Much better than Mar-a-Lago, which is in Florida, of course, and everyone knows it's just too hot there to play golf. Jim Carrey, what a genius. Well, he passes for a genius for people on the left, which isn't saying much. They think that Joy Behar is a genius. I started to think about Trump not wanting to win in November after joking about it with my brother, who thought it was very funny. So I thought it would make a very funny story. But then I started researching it and found out that a lot of people are actually taking it seriously. They believe it, or they say it as if they believe it. In reality, I think they're just hoping he doesn't run because they know that even though Joe Biden is way ahead in the polls right now, he can't possibly win. They know that people aren't really paying attention to politics right now. They never are until after Labor Day. So they're telling the pollsters anything just to get them to hang up. There will be debates between the president and Joe Biden, unless Biden can find a way to avoid them. And when people see the difference between the two candidates, it'll be game over. So the left is writing articles, hoping the president will read one of them and decide not to run. Hey, that article in the New York Times really makes a lot of sense. I'm going to throw the election. Or those people at CNN. You know, Jim Acosta and Brian Stultler, I think they really have their act together. And if they think America would be better off with Joe Biden, I have to go with that. I'm going to make sure he wins because he'll do great things for the country. Can't you see the president saying that? Yeah, sure. Members of the media will be all writing stories about the president throwing the election pretty soon because it's the theme du jour, because it's their fervent hope that he does. They can't face another election night meltdown when Trump wins. It's their worst nightmare. Pretty soon, you're going to see some very haggard-looking journalists making appearances on cable news and the weekend talk shows on the big networks. They'll be looking terrible because they won't be sleeping. They'll be waking up in the middle of the night screaming because election night is coming soon and they just can't face it. And Rachel Maddow and Brian Williams and Chris Como and good old Wolf Blitzer and Don Lemon too and all of the rest of the cable news talking heads are going to look very sleep-deprived the closer we get to Trump's re-election. The makeup people at these networks are going to be very busy trying to make them look presentable for the cameras. Look, the president has made a few goofs in the past few weeks, but nothing like the ones Joe Biden makes nearly every day. I don't think President Trump wants to lose, and I don't think he's choking. 
You could make the case that he's bored and that he isn't taking the election as seriously as he should. But that's about it. The debates will seal the deal. Joe Biden will do his best impression of a blithering idiot. And no one does a blithering idiot better than Joe Biden. And Trump will call him names and make him look stupid. And there'll be nothing the press can do to save him. They'll try, but it won't work. Members of the left-wing press will ask Biden questions during the debates. And then they'll grimace and cover their faces with their hands as they listen to the answer. And then you'll hear them quietly sobbing. But the camera will never show that. And the headline on the front page of the New York Times the morning after the election will read, Trump can't do anything right, fails to throw the election, wins four more years.